welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Mike Yozipovich. Hello. No Matt O'Hara today. No. MIA. He won't be on tomorrow's episode either. That sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Well, it just gives us a better opportunity to be more right. Yeah, it'd probably be a better show. Yeah, much better show. Much and he can show. save the uh, three. We won't have to hear about the three drops by Calvin Benjamin either. <laughs> yeah, uh, so let's get into uh, the red week two, man. It was, uh, it was a very odd, bad week. Uh, a lot of low-scoring games. A lot of stars with a lot of low games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sums it up. Uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, you'll, you'll have those weeks and you, a lot of injuries mm-hmm. again. Yeah, talking about, I mean, we get through the preseason pretty well. No injuries. You know, last week, week one, we lost Ben Tate. Terrence West comes in, tears it up, everything. But this week. Oh, there was more than just Ben Tate. Ben Tate, yeah, I right. mean, there's more than that. But, I mean. Because they were all on my teams, I feel like. And week two got the rest of them. So. Yeah, I mean, what a. I mean, we're two weeks in. I, I put a tweet out there, but like, pretty soon you'll be starting. You know, your starting lines will be full of, like, Massey, Matt Asiata, Alan Hearns. Right. Well, shit. Alan Hearns is hurt, was hurt, too. Yeah, you got to add him to the list. Alan Hearns, Devon Austin, people that don't ma- matter. But, yeah. you know, Vernon Davis on crutches. Jamal Charles, high ankle sprain. AJ Green. Yeah, who knows when. I mean, they say yeah. it's not serious, but he's but, hurt. Yeah, Ryan right. Matthews. They're saying it's not serious, which yeah. scares me because I have them in two of my leagues. So pretty serious. It sounds very serious. <laughs> Ryan Matthews out for a month. Right. Uh, Eric Decker hurt. Hurt. RG three just gone. So disappointed because I have what? them in our dynasty league, the Dynasty Nerds League, and yeah. that's just disappointing. Yeah, let's pause there for a minute because this is something that we uh, I went over on my last podcast, or not on my podcast. I am the host, Mike, but. On our other podcast, and I was, after week one, or after the preseason, it was our, so two podcasts ago. Yeah. And I said, man, RG3 is somebody I'd be trying to sell. Like, do you feel comfortable as an owner, Mike? You know, and you're like, and you weren't, you were not comfortable. No, I haven't been comfortable the whole time. Like, uh, you, you know, in our, in our rookie draft, I got Derek Carr, but I, you know, I, I had thought about it. Bridgewater and Bortles also, and it just so happened to be that Derek Carr was the one that slipped to me. I just was not I liked RG3. I was optimistic, but I was not sold yet that he was going to be my quarterback of the future. Um, and lo and behold, now I'm stuck with Joe Flacco and Derek Carr. Yikes. Yeah, not good. Things are going down. Right. Trying to make a move for Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is something, I mean, a dislocated L, uh, uh, ankle, which I heard is not good. That's like a hard injury to come back from, and it could affect your career long-term as well. Yeah. And what worries me, too, here is RG3 is it's a lot of different injuries that he's had, and he hurt his ankle without anybody touching him. Yeah. He dislocated his ankle. I mean, how do, you, how do you dislocate your ankle? Like, what do you do? Well, unfortunately, because I, have like, I'm, I don't like looking at things like that, I had to look away when the Red Zone channel was was saying, hey, we're going to show this. Uh-huh. Look away if you don't like that type you, of stuff. I looked away. <laughs> so okay. I can't okay, say sir. how it happened, but <laughs> it, yeah, it probably wasn't pretty. Uh, we recommend all the small children and Mike Yosevich to look away. Okay. After I saw the one, uh, God, the USA basketball game, I think Paul George oh. broke his ankle. Oh. I just disgusted. That was gross. Yeah, I don't want to see anything close to that ever again. Yes, yeah, I missed like I'm still trying to catch up on all the film because, you know, it was a Browns home opener. So Right, yeah, you were. I, I, you're I was pretending I was back in college, and I started drinking at 8 a.m. in the morning. That's what you do for a Browns game, yeah, though. It's, yeah, exactly. Surprised you weren't doing it at 7, but that's all no, right. No, no, 8 you're, o'clock. You're start, getting but old. I didn't you're start with beer. You know, right. yeah, exactly. I am getting old, that's so right. pocket tonics right out the gate. Right. Uh, got loose, you know. Hell of a game. Browns pull out the W. Stadium was rocking. So, uh, And then, of course, when I come home, I'm not in, you know, I watch a little bit of football, but I'm ready to go to bed at 7 o'clock. So I'm still one negative about that's one negative about the games. You just uh, you you're when you go when you tailgate. Well, yeah, when you tailgate, you just have a hard time catching up for the rest of the week. Yeah. So I did a good job. I ordered, you know, I got the NFL uh, Red Zone channel, which is nice. I flipped during commercials in the whole four o'clock game, and now that the wife's doing fantasy football, she's super in to 
all the games. I mean, like, yeah. oh, it's intense. Like, almost more intense than me. Like, she's yelling at the screen. It's very Get amusing. the damn ball. Yeah. Eddie Lacy, give him the bomb. <laughs> oh, that's kind of, it's, it's fun, man. It, well, yeah. it's better than the opposite. Like, why do we have to watch football? Right. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So, but yeah, back to RG3. Uh, it's just bad news for all, all RG3. Right. And you're not going to. What's nothing, horrible is Kirk Cousins can't come in has come in and he looks good. Yeah, he does. He looks good in the offense. So there's a possibility that Cousins holds on to this job and this in red RG three never plays again for the Redskins and they trade him. Uh I it's mean possible. He, he he still will have value. You right. know, he if you trade him to somebody like the Texans or uh, oh, he's got value. Arizona, for sure. yeah. I mean, I mean you could probably get a first round man. pick for him. Right. I, yeah. They gave up football. Three. Football. Yeah. Quarterbacks in football are hard to come by, and you know we know that. And um, I, you know he's he's worth he's worth taking a shot on. I you know I don't know. I, I think in uh, I wouldn't. It, no, but so all it takes is one out of the thirty-two teams to or thirty, however many teams there are, to take a shot on him. Someone will do it. For example. As a Browns fan, yeah, would you trade right up, straight up right now, Johnny Manziel for RG three, straight up right now? The Redskins call and say, "Hey, he's out for a month. You can stick with Brian Hoyer for the year and roll in and with RG three next year." And we could keep Brian Hoyer too. And we keep Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I would do it for sure. Yes, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, he's just—I'm not he, sold on Manziel. I'm he never—he so, never looks good anytime I've seen him play so far. I am a hundred percent convinced, and this is just my opinion, obviously, but that RG three will never play a full season, never. I, and I may, and you maybe you're right. I'm almost on the, I'm almost convinced that I just feel like I don't know that Johnny Manziel will be a good quarterback. So well, yeah. I'm waiting and see. I mean, I don't want to be a jerk about it because I he's on our team and I want to like him. So, but I just hey, from the get go, I just never been on board with yeah. him. So it's never good to start a podcast off being a jerk. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. Let's move on. Who else got hurt? Uh, Mark Ingram got hurt. No, Sean Moreno. And Ingram stinks because. He's great, you know. Oh, he's finally, been, he's been in my start column every week. You know, yeah. he was one of those guys. Hey, he's gonna start. He looks great, and then he gets he breaks his hand. It was which real, is weird because I didn't even see it. No, either I watched out. the game. I didn't even see it. They yeah. didn't even bring it up I unless I totally <laughs> missed it. Yo, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, is you might not have noticed because you're at the game and you miss out on so much of that stuff. But I mean, unless like I missed it, like coming back late from like a commercial or something. I didn't even know he got hurt until, yeah. you know, later on in the day. I'm like, no clue. You know, it stinks for all, you know, you, you dynasty players out there that yeah, took Ingram high and he finally comes in. You're like, this is it. Finally, you know, I can right. start this guy. And you know, cause you know, probably week one, you didn't start him. Cause you're like, oh, why you would know? you? And then you see that I'm like, all right, week two versus Cleveland. Right. Ah, I'm going to give him a chance. He does well again. And now he's broken his hand. He's like I would month. venture to say most people out there, like when we were doing like, uh, when we were talking, like giving our, hey, w- what's your feeling on Mark Ingram? We started this way back, you know? And I'm like, ah, I'm not sold yet. Not sold yet. This is during the preseason. Yeah, not sold. And then bit. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm warming up. He's looking a little bit better. And then it like slowly but surely. Then I was like, by the Browns game, I'm like, hey, maybe this is real deal. Maybe he finally, you know, is catching on and is going to get his chance that You'd we've been waiting up. for. I warmed up. You to would him. heat it up. Boom, right. shaka, laka. Yeah. Just like, just like Matt finally warming up to Calvin Benjamin. It was kind of like, you know, we he drove three bulls. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's, he couldn't <laughs> wait to say that today. Get some text messages coming in. Uh, we'll a live show. So, yeah, it's just disappointing because yeah. he's he's looked good thus far. And like you said, the notion, you know, he finally comes in week right. one and he puts up like a 100-yard game, 140-yard yeah, game. Like, like, wow, man. And here we are talking about Lamar Miller. Like, oh, believe in Lamar Miller. Hey, right. hold on to Lamar Miller. Right. No, Sean dislocates his elbow. Yeah. Could be out for the year. Yeah. Good news for Lamar Miller. Right. Good news for a guy that we've been kind of pimping a little bit, Damian Williams. Yeah. Out of might Oklahoma. Get a, yeah, might get a shot. Yeah, if you've been listening to our podcast, he's somebody that we've been talking about for months now who might get some opportunity here. Yeah, because, like, it's just weird, like, I don't know, like, no, Sean. Like, he was good with Denver last year. But all up... Up until that point, what a huge disappointment. He was probably a top three pick that yet that year in your dynasty, you know, for your dynasty rookie draft. Disappointed him, Beanie Wells, and I think it was Donald, Donald Brown. Brown. All disappointments. So, you know, so at that point, then he finally has a really good year. But there, 
I don't know. Lamar Miller couldn't beat out No Sean. Was just very disappointing. It's very disappointing for I his was. Future. Yeah, I was just like so obviously. Yeah, I don't know. There's just it's, there's a disconnect there. I not I don't know what what happened. I I mean, I but at least you'll, at least before you're like oh, you know if they just give Lamar that shot. Like they're, they're putting No Sean there. At least now in 2014, we'll have closure on Lamar. Miller. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll know exactly 100%. where he stands. Yep. If you can cut bait on him, if you could trade him, which is cool. I'd rather have that than that. That uh, where you just don't know. So yeah, we'll be, we'll we'll have that book will be written. On yeah, Lamar he's getting Miller. a shot for sure. Well, so um, hopefully they give him enough carries so you know and not uh, not split him with. You know, I don't know. Maybe hey, maybe Damian Williams will get some of the carries. I, I don't know. I, I really mean, don't know yet. I wrote on my article. Uh, it, was, it came up Tuesday. You know, my I, I do my Tuesday uh, fantasy football roundup you right. know, week two, and. Uh, I just said, I was like, man, it's it's the backup running backs. It's It makes you think, like, man, that's not such a bad idea to go that zero running back strategy and just grab, like, good receivers, tight end, and quarterback yeah. early, and then get your running backs. I mean, look where you stand right now. Um, I want to get, get this guy, too. I mentioned him in my article. That's on DynastyNerds.com. Uh, if you ended up with, like, late round, you sat and relaxed, and you took, you know, Julio Jones, Brandon Marshall, Percy Harvin, Julius Thomas, things like that. And then you can end up with like Darren Sproles and Ahmad Bradshaw, which you got super, super late. Or Ahmad Bradshaw, your last pick. You're sitting pretty. You're sitting oh, pretty. In a couple of my leagues, I would die to have Ahmad Bradshaw. <laughs> oh man, and Darren Sproles, that would just be like awesome. Yeah, I mean, I got, I, I felt good because a lot, I got a lot of uh, tweets. Uh, you know, obviously, if you guys have any questions, Dynasty Redraft uh, at Dynasty Rich. Uh, a lot of questions about Bradshaw, and everyone I saw him saw his name. I was like, "You need to start Bradshaw." Like, you know, right. it's, it's, it's only a matter of time. I mean, Trent is yeah, horrible. That's what I, I had. I had a guy ask me about that too, and I told him to put him, you know, put him in as he was looking for a flex guy, and so yeah, perfect flex. Right. I mean, he's just he's an every week starter at this point. I mean, yeah. when when they're talking, you know, Trent yesterday on uh, Monday night was uh, he got like twenty one carries for seventy nine yards, all yeah. team, all career highs right. for Indianapolis. Yeah. So, he had a wow. couple of nice runs. A couple, yeah, and he had two fumbles. Right. Covered well, by I'm just defense. saying, like, usually it's like, hey, stuffed, lost yeah. yard. I actually, I saw, like, two good runs. I, I saw like, a couple, oh, wow, too. Yeah. I saw a couple, too. I, I mean, I, I don't I watch like, every Monday night game. Here's, here's, like, here's the thing with Trent Richardson. He's not good. But I don't, like, hate him. I, like, I, I hope that he does all right, I guess. See, it comes off as I hate him. Yeah. Because, I mean, I only, I come off of him, you know, I do my things from a fantasy perspective. Right. And, you know, like Alex Smith, we mentioned before, like, yeah. I don't hate Alex Smith. Like, he's not the worst quarterback you can go with. Like, no. he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but maybe if you put every all this talent around him. But, like, fantasy-wise, I hate Alex Smith. Right. Fantasy football-wise, I hate Trent Richardson. Yeah, absolutely. He is, like, to me, like, I would never, I have never drafted him. I've never owned him on a team. I never. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I did his rookie year. Yeah, but, I was going to say, there was a time you liked Trent until he proved oh, us all yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, we said, I mean, not, you weren't there that day, but I, mean, I mentioned this before as well on a podcast where uh, before the week before he got traded to Indianapolis, we all sat there and we all looked at each other during the Browns game. We all looked, and we were we had a, we had a twenty minute conversation about you know what it looks like Trent's a bust. Yeah, right. And this guy doesn't you know he dances too much. He doesn't hit the right holes. Yeah. And, we, and then so a week later when we got traded. None of us were surprised, and we were all loved the trade. You know, we were in the minority saying, "Yeah, hey, we got a first round pick for this guy. This is amazing." Oh, yeah. To get to get a like teams in the NFL look at this past year, they wouldn't even draft a running back in the first round, and no. that seems to be like the you know at least for right now, the trend and we used Trent Richardson for a year and got a first round pick. So that that's huge. Yeah. And and I, and I agree with what you say too. Like when people say like, so you and I both go to those questions like, Oh, should I drop Trent Richardson for uh, Niles Davis? It's like, well, he's still a running back. He's still starting running back in the NFL and any running back in the NFL that starts. I mean, Matt Asiata showed us last week, you know, Trent Adrian Peterson, which we'll get into here in a minute too. You'll get suspended. They put Matt Asiata in there, and you're like, man, you know, I told everybody, I was like, start this guy. Yeah. And he gets you like 18 points. Right. You know, it wasn't like, pretty, but he did, you know. If you start, you're going to get right. carried. I mean, if you I'm... average three yards a carry and you get 20 carries, you're getting 60 yards and possibly a touchdown. Exactly. Like, he, he's not, like, yeah, he's, he holds value because he's the starting running back for a team. Like, those are guys are hard to come by. Now, granted, you may not like him, and but it's not worth cutting him or, you know, cutting bait for like a guy that 
maybe as a high ceiling if he gets his chance. Well, he may never get yeah. his chance. And if you come mm-hmm. up upon an injury or something, then you're forced and you're lucky you're you have Trent Richardson. And even though you can't expect a whole lot and he's not that good, but it's still It's better than starting Lorenzo Talia Faro. Right, because while hey, if he ever does get his chance, it could pan out, but he may never get his chance. I mean, so. I mean, let's look at this. I mean, what if you went into the year and you drafted Jamal Charles, uh, Ryan Matthews, Eric Decker, A.J. Green, Mark Ingram is your backer, RG3 is your quarterback, Eric Decker, and Vernon Davis. And you're like, I feel pretty good about my team, you know? You hate life be, right now. I guarantee you there's millions of fantasy football teams. So I guarantee you, you know, Vernon Davis, Jamal Charles, Ryan Matthews, Eric Decker, RG3, A.J. Green, Mark Ingram, Sean Moreno, Ben Tate, uh, let's go Adrian Peterson and possibly those are all on somebody's fantasy team that and would they be, lost their whole team that would be awesome <laughs> that would be so sweet uh, if you're out there if please tweet at there, us I would, uh, yeah that would be amazing please tweet at us and show us a pit. if you I tell you what if that's your team and you could prove that's your team I'll send you a free Dynasty Nerds t-shirt yeah that would be awesome if your whole I mean that team would be got just like out. the worst luck humanly possible I will, we will send but you a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt but it is quite possible yes it's like getting all the uh, NCAA picks right Probably not going to happen, but it's possible. It's certainly possible. I mean, because it seems like a pretty like well-rounded team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I mean, but still, I mean, like you were saying before, the running backs. I mean, if you have Ryan Matthews, Ben Tate, Jamal Charles, uh, Mark Ingram, Noshan Moreno, it's like you better hope you got Trent Richardson. It's yeah. not like you said; it's not pretty, but you need those guys. Yeah, it's better, yeah, it's better than you know some of the other scenarios yeah. out there. I so mean, the tweets that I get, like people are like, oh, I have to start one of these guys. Should I start? Uh, should I start Isaiah Kroll or should I start uh, like who was, was like it was some like other random like you know guy that was like a backup and it's like well go Isaiah Kroll I guess he has the highest ceiling I get you know it's yeah like, but people are out there in that situation and it's right like, it, it's a it's amazing like how quick your running back situation go horribly awry I'm in a league where I came out of the league my first two picks and I'm like man I like where my draft I love my draft going into it. And I felt like he was one of my strongest teams. I got Monty Ball and Eddie Lacy, my first two picks. Yeah, it, it, it's not pick one not, two. Not working out too not well. Working two out. Weeks, now, am I worried? No. Am I ready? Am I throwing flex? But it's the only league I'm zero two in. Yeah, and it's because my first two picks again. Those picks got to pan out. Like, oh, there's a lot of bust out first couple picks, and it's only so far just based off of injury. I'm mean, my first two picks, and I won. Uh, you know, startup dynasty league is. Uh, AJ Green and Doug Martin, and and mm. so it hurts, that, man. That hurts. It hurts. And I'm it one hurt. and one, so it's all right. But I mean, like, it still sucks though, because especially you know, like Doug Martin, I was up till like noon thinking he's gonna start. I go out get some food, and luckily I got a really good friend that texts me. He's like, hey, because I'm you know I'm not looking at Twitter while I'm driving. You know, text hey BFF. Yeah, he's like. Dude, Doug Martin's out. I'm like, Hello. oh, dude. So I had to pull over, <laughs> mess with my lineup. I'm like, dude, this sucks. Put on the hazards. Yeah. People are honking, like, Hold on, I got yeah. Doug Martin in my yeah. lineup. Back up off yeah. me. They'd understand. <laughs> if your wife understands, anybody can understand. Right. Yeah. So let's get let's get into that Adrian Peterson real quick. Uh yeah. It's, it's I, Tuesday, I'd still be so things can change. Yes, this is Tuesday. You'll be listening to this on Wednesday. Right. Maybe and even Thursday if you're a late listener. Possibly even Friday. Uh, yeah, right. But thank you for but, listening all the, all together. Yeah, right. Uh, I still, and I know the governor of Minnesota now has asked that he be benched. I If they put him out there, I don't know how they, I mean, I know they you want to win, man. They can't put him out there. And again, I mean, I'm not, we're, we're not going to get on this and do this podcast and, you know, pull it, police. Po- right, be political and yeah, stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. But I'll tell like you what, the, man. No way. I, the, the, I saw a tweet out there. And and, I, and again, this is one of the best tweets I've ever seen. And a guy put on, I wish I knew it word for word, but I'm going to kind of go off of what I remember. Yeah. And a guy said, paraphrasing, I saw the pictures and the only thing that teaches a four-year-old, and the guy's like, my wife teaches four-year-olds and I have a four-year-old. And all that teaches a four-year-old is violence and to be scared. Right. And I saw the pictures and I have a four-year-old. And I, I saw the pictures and I don't have a four-year-old. And, and they're just, that's ridiculous. There is no circumstance zero no matter what he did that deserves that i mean that was again if you if he say you got a switch and he hit him once and it was well it's like okay you shouldn't do that but it's like right if it was one and it was like like, it was kunta kinte right dude if it was one time and like one like hey he got him too hard 
you know, like, all right, hey, I'll get, I, I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, cause like, hey, you know, whatever. But dude, there was multiple hits. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous. And then there's another kid out there, you know, that she was cleared of. Again, yeah, and I don't think so, Adrian so Peterson doesn't love his kids. No, and but trust me, I understand as a father of so a four-year-old and two-year-old. doesn't love his wife? He's an abuser, and so is Yeah, exactly. Peterson. No, and I agree. And I, trust me, I, I think he should be suspended a year. Right, me personally. too. I don't yeah. think he should be banned for life, but I think he should be suspended a year. Yeah, I get but, I do too, man. And I tr- I understand, like, as being a parent to a four-year-old and two-year-old, like, how frustrated and, like, it could, like these kids can drive. Like, I've never, ever thought in a million years that I'd actually want to dropkick a small child in my life, but I get that feeling too. But as a parent, as a human being, you got to know you can't drop kick a four-year-old. Dude, if there was video, like, uh, like, okay, Ray Rice gets in trouble two games. You see the video, everyone's outraged. Yes. Adrian Peterson, well, the only reason we didn't play him is because of all the Ray Rice stuff going on, but he's ready to go this next week. If there was video, I guarantee you he would be gone. A hundred percent. No doubt I would put my house on the line if there was video. People would be kids outraged. And everything? Oh, yeah. absolutely. And so, I, I don't know. I, I just think like, uh, I just think because there's no video, people aren't shocked. You know, is there's not as the shock value like there is with Ray Rice. To me, I think like there could be enough pressure. There's already sponsors coming out today giving the NFL the a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, and, and Goodell's got to be careful here because right. people are calling for his head over, making a mistake over Rice. If he messes this one up, before I thought there was like no way Goodell gets fired over this right situation. It's stupid. Why would you fire him? But if he messes this up too, I mean, there's a chance it could cost him his job. So he's got he's got to tread this very lightly. Right. It's really bad news for all you Adrian Peterson owners out there because he's one of the best backs in the NFL. He's one of the best backs I've seen. Uh, Absolutely. And but I mean, I saw a trade this morning, dynasty trade, and it was Ray Rice or Adrian Pe- Peterson for Terrence West. And I was with uh, at Dynasty Tommy, and I was looking at him, and I was like, honestly, man, at this point in Dynasty, like, I'd rather have Terrence West. Like, he showed well. He's on pace for over 1,000 yards. Adrian yeah. Peterson's 29. I understand, but it's like, you know, if he misses a year, that's horrible. I mean, that's it. It's done. Yeah, I mean, it's not he's good. O- he's older, you know, and the father time catches up with everybody. He'll be 30 coming in the next season, and we only got, I mean, you give him two more years after that. I mean, I know yeah. Fred Jackson's not on case, but still, in Adrian Peterson's machine. Right. I, I honestly, like, as of today, unless, and it's Tuesday, so stuff can change, but man, honestly, I would be explore, exploring trades to try to get 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 away yeah. from it, because, like, it's only going to haunt them, and eventually public opinion is going to, for, or whatever, it, it's going to force him out. He's going to, I get, I just, I just feel it. And I remember can't that see him playing. He was found guilty of child abuse by a judge, and in Texas, they have the opportunity after you found guilty by a judge to go to a jury, mm-hmm. and that's what he's doing next, so they might say, hey, for now, but then when it comes back to he's found guilty by a jury, which I don't know how they will not find him guilty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he basically admitted to it in text yeah. messages. And then he's going to be out. So, I mean, again, if you if you could dump Trey Adrian Peterson, I would. I would do it. Try to get it. some. There's got to be someone that, that'll take him. Yeah. I mean, I'd take Terrence West for Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Someone will take Adrian Peterson, I feel like. Like, granted, like, it might not seem. Yeah. <laughs> Just do what you can. I, that's what I would say. I'd jump ship on that, man, I'm, before I'm, before you get nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm jumping ship without a life jacket. That's, that's how yeah. quick I got to get off that ship. So Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's, let's, change it. let's go to a positive note here. Darren Sproles. Awesome. Un, uh, talking about now, we're going to go two different. I was right and I was wrong. I was wrong on Darren Sproles. I thought Darren Sproles was older, you know, 30, uh, if he's thirty, he could be thirty-one. I'm sure we get tons of tweets about how wrong I am about his age. Right. I but, think he's thirty-one, but uh, yeah, I, don't I think so. Know. But too, if not, I'll like, get a bunch of tweets too. Hey, yeah, you're people an idiot. People love to tell us we're idiots, yeah. which we are. And Darren Sproles, I mean, I thought he's gonna be used like more as like in the passing game, but he's getting more carries than he ever got in New Orleans. And he, like, I'm telling you, last night, man, he just blew my doors off, man. He just yeah, it looked awesome. He looks amazing, man. He looks he, he's like a perfect fit for Chip Kelly's offense. Him and LeSean McCoy, who he's been out producing, look phenomenal together. I mean, wow. He's a must start every week. I mean, I don't I don't see this trend continuing by any means, and there's no way the ceiling keeps going up. And he might be somebody you could trade for like a really good player, because again, I don't see this trend continuing. I, I can't see him doing this for 16 games, but wow, he's really impressed me. I was wrong on Darren Sproles. He's a must-start at this point. Right. Looks and if, phenomenal. And if you have some depth, 
uh, you know, especially for dynasty purposes, if you have depth at running back, could be a dude you could sell high and set your future up, right? Yeah. Because like a lot I mean, of injuries out there, somebody needs help, right? And he and he is older, so like, but you got to be in the right position because if you're not in the right position, you should be starting because he might help you win a championship this year. You know what I mean? But, oh, yeah. But if you're set up, depending on how your league is via Dynasty, maybe, you know, so maybe you're just super. You know, I know a couple of leagues you've tweeted out your running backs, or we've talked. I mean, you got in some leagues just crazy yeah. depth that running back. You can't back, trade him for the life of me for some reason. Well, you were like, you know, if you can, it might be a sell high type of guy. Yeah, and absolutely. maybe you can get a good turnaround on a younger uh, dude with promise. You know and what I'm I mean? Assu- and I'm assuming most people didn't go into this year with Darren Sproles as their number one running back to begin with. No. So, but if he's you your number think, three and you need, and again, if you're going for that championship, yeah. But if not, you know, say like you're decimate, say you had, to, say you, your starting lineup was that lineup, is that for Darren Sproles? Right. Sell, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I guarantee next year's rookie class is going to be really strong and you could probably easily get a first round pick at this point for Darren Sproles. Again, he's older. Uh, his, th- these days aren't continuing long. So he's the perfect sell high candidate. Do I still expect him to have a great fantasy year? Yeah, but absolutely he, perfect sell high candidate. Yeah, so yeah. if you're uh, if you're either set at running back or, uh, you know, again, just to reiterate, because I don't want to make any confusion, p- us telling people to trade Darren Sproles. If you're in line to win a championship or you feel good about your team, cool, keep them. You know what I mean? But if you're like in that rebuild mode or you're really set at running back, man, that's how you that's how you continue the dynasty. Yeah, selling high, selling high is the best thing you could possibly do. Right. I mean, I love I love getting out at the peak of a player's performance. It's, yeah. it, it's how you, it's how, yeah, it's exactly like how you set up your team for down, down the road. I mean, you got to know, you got to be realistic with where your team stands. Obviously our whole goal is to do everything we can to possibly win the win, do to win the championship every year. Right. But it, you got to be a real, in dynasty leagues, it's not a redraft league. Like, Oh, I could do a move here, do a move here. I mean, sometimes it's like, okay, that's, I lost you three guys. I'm done. I mean, there's no way I'm winning. Right. So, in yeah. every situation, too, it's unfortunate that there's not, like, one blanket answer, like, hey, everybody, trade, uh, you know, trade Darren Sproles or hold on to Darren Sproles. Everybody's situation's different, you know, so, yeah, you know, assess your team. And it's and, really a win-win situation because you do Right, that, it is. You hold on to Darren Sproles, your team's bad, you finish uh, with the fifth overall pick. You didn't mix the playoffs, you finished with the fifth. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you would have traded him away, you would have finished it with the third or second pick. So not only do you gain an extra first-round pick, but then you great, you know, obviously you don't, your, your desire is not to tank, but with those fancy points, he's going to get you, a, you know, another win or two, yeah. possibly. And, you know, the difference between the fifth pick this year is going to be the difference between Todd Gurley or Melvin Gordon. So... Absolutely. You know, and that's a good... Again, not, don't ever... I don't promote tanking because if you do that, you shouldn't even be allowed to play right. Dynasty. But it's another way to think about it. It's like if you're done, you know, get, gain as many assets as you possibly can. Absolutely. So Darren Sproles, I was wrong on. A guy I was right on who I let people sway me towards the end. I've taught, I kind of like, not dogged him. We've had this conversation about him. And you were one of the people that kind of switched me over to him. Okay. And so I'm interested to hear who it is. Dan Pillar, you know, at Dan Pillar, our yep. editor in chief here. Uh, he he wrote that article about Gary Kubiak coming into Baltimore with Torrey Smith, and that was like a game changer. After I read that, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to give Torrey Smith a chance. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, it's it's. I was I again. I don't think he's horrible, but I remember we our conversation. If you listen to our podcast, you know, I was like, Torrey Smith is a wide receiver three at you know that's what he is. He'll never be anything better for your fantasy team. Yes. Yes. And right now he's a wide receiver five. Absolutely. As Charles would say, terrible. Yes. And yeah, it's really yeah, it's uh, it's disappointing. But like the numbers that that were presented that that I put, laid out were solid for numbers, you, yes. they were solid numbers. You sway, I admit, you guys swayed. It me. was a good sale. I thought you are, a and I promise you, I, even like leading up to the draft, just being on Twitter. Was I wasn't the only one that really expected big things from Tory Smith? Again, I let the fantasy pundits, I let my peers sway me, and I, you my know, instincts. right? And you know, this right. year, this year, I was actually kind of going into it. I was because before that, I was always on the Tory Smith bandwagon, and I almost jumped off. And then I started doing a little more digging, and I'm like, oh, I'm back on. I'm yeah. back in. Kubiak coming in, right? And Andre all the Johnson stats numbers. are I'm like, man, he actually does do but he's done better every single year plus the contract year and 
and it's the Ravens. They're always pretty good, you know? So I was just like, I, I was like, ah, I'm not off yet. Now I'm just nervous. He's not getting the targets. You can't Nothing, start him until man. you see more. Here, right. Here's what they're doing in Baltimore. You're going to miss the game because what's going to happen, He's you can't start him. So until you feel confident in starting him, you're going to miss out on a game a or game. two. Yeah. And he'll come back and then he'll, he'll be stink. back. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because when they're in the red zone, it's they're looking at Dennis Pitta and Owen Daniels. Yeah, and then every other possession, they're Flacco's looking for Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean that, the big thing was like the X role in Baltimore, would I, which is what I expected Torrey Smith to kind of play and be that every look receiver. It's not. It's, it's Steve Smith, and you know to Steve Smith's credit, you know if you have Steve Smith on your roster stat, stash somewhere, he's playing well. Absolutely, and he looks good. So I mean, it's not. It's not bad for the Baltimore Ravens, but it's it's horrendous for your fantasy team. I mean, yeah, absolutely, it sucks. I guarantee there's so many bad fantasy teams out there right now. So thank God, like my teams are like hurt or decimated, and I'm not. I'm in good position, but yeah, I mean, Torrey Smith is just somebody that now will he had 1,128 yards last year. So it's not like he's done for. He's gonna rebound. He's gonna do better. But what irks me, and I told a lot of people to start Torrey Smith, and I'm sure they're all mad at me, but the week before Flacco comes out, I was like, oh, don't be, don't, you know, after week one, people are like, don't be, don't be worried about Torrey. He's going to catch 100 balls this year. Yeah. Well, hey, Joe, if he's going to catch 100 balls, you've got to throw him 120 balls at least, man. And he's just not doing it, man. He's not looking his way. So I'm kind of. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, I I think, uh. I mean, he's definitely got to be on the bench. Benched. Um, I- I'm just going to hold all my, like, super significant, uh, like, decisions after, like, another week or two. Like, it's still only two weeks. I mean, I'm benching Torrey Smith. Oh, definitely benching him. I'm just saying before, I'm just like, hey, dude, you know. Drop, d- cut bait. Yeah, cut yeah. bait. You know what I mean? Like, especially in, like, a redraft league. If you get into week four and he still stinks, you might be able to just, hey, move on or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes people get, he- a lot of people do that and it costs them, it can cost them a playoff spot where they get hesitant and cut in names like in a redraft league, like yeah. Trent Richardson, which of course, yeah, they're going to get swooped up, but who cares if they get swooped up because then that means somebody else is going to start them, which is going to put you in a better position to win. Sometimes if a big name is just not getting it done and you see somebody on your waiver wire, like, you know, hey, you have like, now granted that you would never cut Torrey Smith, but say you had somebody like, I'm trying to think, but Niles Davis is there on your waiver yeah. wire. And you've got somebody that, or like, like, and I'll get into this as well. But like, say you say you picked up Josh Gordon. Okay. You cut Josh Gordon and you pick up Niles Davis. You pick up Niles Davis because Niles Davis is going to help you. He's a startable running back next week. He's going to help you now. Josh Gordon's not going to help. I mean, I don't know how anybody's going to hold on to Josh Gordon until week twelve. No, you can't. Yeah, I mean, I I picked him up. I was I was I mean, looking to get him in the like league. This, unless you have like a super deep roster yeah. for redraft, like you An know, eighteen team roster league right, or something. Yeah. yeah, and. You know, I got him in the league, and I cut. I I, I dropped him for actually because I have no backup quarterback. I dropped him for Kirk Cousins. I put my waiver claim in for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I want, I want him, and I was like, I'm cutting Josh Gordon. I don't have anybody else I want to yeah, cut. And then... uh, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta do that. I mean, if you gotta cut a name to win each week, I mean, again, you can think all down the road in the playoffs, but you gotta get to the playoffs. You gotta to get, to get that point. yeah, you gotta get there. You know, people are like, oh, I'll start, I'll stash Josh Gordon for the playoffs. Well, listen. You got to get to the playoffs, so you're going to need that roster spot. I mean, definitely with all these injuries, you got to pick up backups. You got to pick up guys that are going to do well. And Uh, obviously, but but you got to just, you know, keep in mind while we're talking dynasty and redraft, totally different. Nine day. You know, so you would never cut bait with a guy like that no matter what. Yeah. Just because. Obviously, you would never cut. I mean, unless you have like super shallow rosters, which I'm coming to see via Twitter that some people do have very shallow rosters. Dynasty leagues. Those are fake. Those are keeper leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Get with the program. Yeah, get with the program. Said, well, if you're like, a commish out there and you run a dynasty league, dude, up the rosters, yeah. bro. We say this like every week. Yeah, I know. But it's frustrating because some people ask me questions. Hey, who should I pick up? This guy or this guy? I'm like, yeah, get him. Uh, who, but who should I cut? And they're always sweet yeah. guys. Like, dude. The, you like these people that play 10-man leagues that are yeah, like. It's <laughs> like, I do. Like, I, you know, I hate to, hate to say it. And, you know, it's like not that I don't want to make. Um, you know, or make a definitive decision. Cause when someone asks me a question, I honestly try to put myself as like, Hey, all right, this is my team. What yes, would I truly yes. do? And then I hate when I can't give a definitive answer because it's like, honestly, man, there's just, there's too many 
good players on your waiver wire and you don't have enough roster spots. You just can't. And unfortunately we can't hoard, we can't hoard all these guys. Like you just, you just got to let them just go, man, you know, and yeah, just let of, them just, I hate the Twitter question too. And people are like, Hey, uh, who should I pick up on my waiver wire? It's like, I can't answer that question, man. Like, I don't know who's on your pick up. I'm on Bradshaw. Oh, he's not there. Yeah, of course he's not there. I don't know who's, I yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't, you know, luckily I haven't had too many of most of my so far have been pretty good, but it's like, you know, just like the one I've just been running, the thing that I feel like I've been running up against the most and some of my questions is it just, dude, there's just, you don't have enough roster spots. Thus the waiver wire is pretty solid and it's tough to make a decision on who to cut, man. You can't have everybody. So Here's my. Here's, so if you're a commish, up those dang rosters. Here's some redraft advice for me. The okay. way I think you should do it. And this week is a clear cut reason why you should do it. Get your quarterback, get your stud quarterback. Get a stud tight end, which, you know, I obviously, if you listen to the Dynasty Nerds podcast, you know how I feel about getting that stud tight end. Right. And if you did that, you know, having Julius Thomas uh, and Jimmy Graham right now is treating your team very, very well. Well, what if you have Jordan Cameron like I do in one league? I got him in five leagues. Okay, yeah. And then some that's a well, he missed last week, but uh, you know, I bet I. But going in there, right. going you know, with his shoulder, I backed him up with like Kyle Rudolph in a league. Right. So I have some good backups yeah. there. You know, one league I got him in Gronk. Okay. Uh, Gronk is a perfect buy low candidate, by the way, right now. Absolutely. I really, I really I, if I'm you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out there and get Gronk now because he's only gonna get more snaps and Gronk's gonna smash. So good buy low candidate right now, right. Gronk. Uh, but. You know, get those get your get your starting receivers. Maybe get like two quality backups and just load up on backup running backs, man. It just shows you. I mean, right now, you know, if you had Matt Asiata, you know, you fill him in, boom, quality. If you had Terrence West originally, you know, you're looking pretty. Right now, Donald Brown, you know, Lamar Miller was kind of like a backup slash starter, but now he's the man. Uh, Niall Davis is going to do a nice running back two numbers out there, possibly running back ones, and other guys. You know, about Bradshaw. He's you can start Ahmad Bradshaw right. now with Matthews out. Danny Woodhead value goes up. Yeah. James Starks he's going to be an excellent back if Eddie Lacy goes down. Damian Williams in Miami now. You don't know what you're going to get now. He's on the low end, but he's somebody you want to probably have roster just in case. He's just a sneak, in case. He's Especially dyn- deep dynasty leagues, you got to go get. Him. Oh, absolutely. If you if you grab Stephen Ridley as the backup, you know he outdid Ridley. Uh, Vereen this week, and he went above 100 yards. Just another reason I stay away from those. The Patriots, Hate the Patriots backfield, yeah. yeah. Jeremy Hill, who we've been preaching all year, right. finally came in and did what he was supposed to do, and that's yeah. what I expect to see him all year long. Absolutely, startable running back two numbers. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Rainey, yeah, produces. Chris Ivory, way out producing. Chris Johnson out there. In oh, New York. absolutely. You know these guys are you can start, and then there's the guys like. Now those like so Stephen Ridley, Jeremy Hill, Bobby Rainey, Chris Ivory, Danny Woodhead, Ahmad Bradshaw, guys you could kind of start now, right? But other guys you want to roster are James Starks, Damian Williams, Kristen Michael. Now all of a sudden this news of Marshawn Lynch and his back pain, or something. Now all of a sudden Kristen Michael's finally coming up. Yeah, you know he's going to practice tomorrow, today if you're listening to this on Wednesday at least. Uh, so he's somebody you kind of want to have stashed. What about uh? I mean, do you think uh, Donald Brown startable if you say Danny Woodhead because don't Don- you think Donald Brown's going to get the majority yes. of the carries? Yeah, I do. Right. But in PPR leagues, I, I'd say, but even see Donald Brown catches well too, but yeah, right, Donald yeah. Brown is now startable. Right. Yes. I mean, cause he, dude, I, I think he looked pretty good last year, man. I agree. I don't know. I always like Donald, Donald Brown, Lamar Miller. Uh, those are like two of my favorite, <laughs> like at that time, like when they were coming out, man, if we were doing this show back then, I'd be tooting their horns like crazy, man. Yeah. Well, more, more. So I'm always like, all right, one more chance for these guys. One, Show me one more chance. One more chance. And yeah, know? but look, and if you hold if you hold on, boom, you're right back in it now. Now you have a starting running back. Right. Like for you, you on your team, like all of a sudden now if somebody goes down, like, all right, well, I have Donald Brown. I'm yeah. set. I'm good. Uh, other guys you want to have rostered. And I'm, look, I'm looking at my article here, and I don't know what happened to autocorrect on the words or how our editor missed this one, but instead of Roy Hulu, Hulu it says Roy Hello. Oh, Hello, Roy. Hello. Were you typing on? <laughs> did you write your article on the iPhone? No, no. Oh, okay. I would. Oh, you know how long it would take me to write? Oh, I know. Your fat yeah, thumbs. Yeah. Oh, if you read my tweets, you always see the occasional misspell on my tweets with my fat thumbs. But come Friday, iPhone six will be in my pocket. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go to the store and get one. We ordered a couple. Yeah, they're in route. I had a couple issues why I couldn't pre-order. Just basically with my wife's contract, we had it versus due up in like a couple weeks. Like. 
first week of October, which yeah. sucks, you know, because you, then you can't pre-order. Yeah. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll go in the store and talk to a manager, blah, blah, blah. Make a long story short, the dude's like, hey, if you come up here at this time, this random AT&T store, we're in a city we live in, so it's not like the Apple store. He's like, if you come at this time, you'll probably get one. So I'm going to be there nice. bright and right, early. Right so, at that time. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, and so. we're happy to announce to you, like, we have, uh, we have Sprint. And it's it's literally to me that's like the worst. I've had them for fifteen years, and they're the worst service I've ever right. had in my life. Yeah, we're switching sure. to Verizon. You pumped? Oh, I am. It's it's unbelievable. Like, and I'm pumped too because like in Brown Stadium, I have no service. Yeah. And the guy next to me who has season tickets, he has Verizon. He doesn't have great service either, but it's better than Sprint. And it's yeah. just I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm, I got AT and T just based off a twenty two percent discount with my work. So. My wife gets nineteen percent from her. Yeah, I, get, I had fifteen percent, but not anymore. Um. But besides our phone contract, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tweet at right. me on my new iPhone right. six. Yeah, I'm, I hopefully I can get it. So we're getting it free too because Verizon's giving us uh, three hundred bucks for turning in our old iPhones. Nice. Yeah, AT and T told me they give me two hundred for my phone and then two hundred for my wife's. Yeah, they're giving me three hundred so, for yeah, that five S thirty two gig, thirty four gig, and then yeah. they're giving me two hundred for that old one too. It's like oh, that's sweet. Yeah, dude. nice man. I'm so used to get paying that you know two hundred bucks, yeah, three hundred bucks, right? Well, and what's nice now, the new iPhone, you get the sixty four gig, right? For what you that's paid for huge. the thirty two. Yeah, gig. they they just seem like they got rid of the thirty two. They gig. did all together. Yeah, which is sweet because I don't have it. I, my, every time I plug my phone, it says oh, not enough room to back up. Right. I mean, I'm like right, and I'm always deleting stuff. I got tons of music and, and stuff. Photos. I have kids, so I'm not stop taking. Eh, yeah. Are you holding the grasshopper? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty pictures. Yeah, um, I got I got about. 20 gigs of just random Snoop Dogg. <laughs> we just bored the crap out of our audience. Yeah, let's get I'm back sorry. Okay, we can't, yeah. let, let, me, uh, let me get back here. Robert Turbin, somebody you want to have on your roster. Isaiah Correll, somebody you want to have on your roster. Roy Hello, roster. Bilal Powell. What, what is up with Dan? I got to call Dan. It says Bill Powell <laughs> on here. And Latavia, what did he do? It says Latavia's Murray. <laughs> Nah, yeah. If you're reading this, I apologize. I'm just now seeing the finished article after we send over to get edited. Who's, but who's Latavius Murray, Latavius, Bill, Powell, Bill Powell, and Rory Hello. Yeah, you, you can go. In, you can actually yourself. But we should do this offline. But you can go in and edit that yourself. I do know that. Okay, I'm just having fun with our audience okay. here. Uh, Jonathan Dwyer, Alfred, yeah. Alfred. Here's there's something we talk about for a second. Alfred Blue is overtaking Jonathan Grimes as number two back right. in Houston. Yes, I did see that. Awesome news! Awesome news for the blue owners, right? There. But don't you think? And I'm not like, hey, I'm not. I have no. I mean, no horse in a race, really. I mean, I got Grimes in our dynasty league, but I never like anticipate. Yeah, anticipate ever playing, so it's not really a big thing, you know. But don't you think, like, if something happened to um, uh, Foster, that they would probably both get carries? They split no. carries, yeah. but, but I mean, Blues hasn't looked horrible, so right. it's, you know. It, it, whoever, well, what did Grimes do? I, like, you know, I don't understand. Is it just practice? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, but all I know is that Blue is number now number yeah, two. Right. Blue so number two, and so I mean, if you have Foster Blue, looks great this year, it's the number two overall oh, fantasy running back. Yeah, it looks awesome. But again, it's Foster. Can it last? Yeah, you got to think. Yeah. So if you do, if you listen to our old podcast and maybe went out and picked up Jonathan Grimes or whatever, maybe go drop go him Blue. and pick up Alfred Blue. Good maneuver right there. Yeah. Good maneuverability. You stay ahead of the game because, I mean, you know, not everyone's super savvy with what's going on on those behind-the-scenes NFL moves with the Texans yes. and their number two running back. And when Foster's so, killing it right now. Right. So yeah. it could, you Blue's know. A good, Blue's a really good stash right, right now. Right, absolutely. Sure. Uh, C.J. Anderson in Denver, really yeah. good stash. Who yeah. knows? Monty Ball. Let's go, Monty. Get together yeah. there. Only two games, so. Another misspelling here says devote. Uh, De- Devonte Freeman, Devonte Freeman, uh, Atlanta, great stash. I saw somebody in one of my leagues and uh, our ESPN Cleveland. They're helping for the, the big show. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody just cut Devonte Freeman for somebody ridiculous. I'm like, well, I, I texted him. I was like, hey, we gotta go pick him up right away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's like an injury away from playing, or not even an you know just yeah. And he's still he's again, if you had somebody to throw in there for like PPR leagues, he might help you out a little bit. And then Benny Cunningham, I have down there too. Yeah, another guy you kind of want to have on your roster. So those are like we just listed Zach, fifteen Zach, guys. Zach Stacy looked pretty good this past week. Huh? Yeah, but still, I mean, because her, I mean, these are guys that you want. Again, if you're gonna have like backups on your rosters, my whole point on this conversation, what where I started from this is, get a lot of running back depth. That's the point. I mean, because then if somebody goes down and you have a running back, I mean, one, it's great trade bait. 
then you could do a two for one with that other receiver on your bench who's kind of like a Jeremy Macklin, possibly. And then, like right now, Niall, you know, Jamal Charles owner or something like, you know, Jeremy Macklin and Niall Davis for like a solid receiver, you know, like a Percy Harvin or something along those lines. So, yeah. it, and again, that's what I'm saying, you know, kind of load up on those backups. Like, don't overload, don't have, you know, when you have, like in the league, I have it, like just for example, I mean, Calvin Johnson, Brandon Marshall, and Percy Harvin is my receiving core. I don't need three more receivers on my roster because I'm starting those three every single week, no matter what yeah. the matchup is. You know, I got Justin Hunter and I think like Jeremy Mackle on my bench. So that's it. I'm good there. I'm not, I don't need, you know, I'm just loading up on running backs. That's, and that's my point. Like if you have, if you're set at your receiving core, you know, load up on running backs because you're going to start the same receivers at week in, week out. People have, you know, that Keenan Allen question last week, should I start Keenan Allen versus Richard Sherman? Yeah. You start Keenan Allen every week. Yeah, you know? exactly. Should I start Aaron Rodgers versus the, the Seattle? Yeah. You start Aaron Rodgers every week. Absolutely. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it's not right. Yeah. And then people are like, well, Rogers, uh, he did bad for Seattle. See, I told you. And then here we go. Seattle, you know, Philip Rivers plays Seattle week two and Philip Rivers had a pretty good game. Right. You know, through, through what, three touchdowns? Yeah. Like my boss at work, he's like kind of new to fantasy, you know? So I think this is like his second year that he did it. You know, we just do like, you know, work league, whatever, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So my boss doesn't quite grasp the concept. And like, just for example, with his first pick, he took, Aaron Rodgers, and then somewhere along the line, he drafted Philip Rivers. So week one, he's just like over thinks he has some hunch. He starts Philip Rivers over Aaron Rodgers. This is the type of league it is, you know. Yeah. But hey, boss is a good guy, whatever. But and it and it worked for yeah. him, right? He, now he loves fantasy football way more because he thinks he's a fantasy football genius, right? And and I'm like, dude, I'm so me and him are cool, so I can tell him how it is. It's like I know it worked out. However. It's still the wrong thing to do. do. Yes. Even though that worked, you spent a first, your first round pick on Aaron Rodgers, and then you don't even play him. Yeah. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And you always start Aaron Rodgers. And I put that in my article, too. It's like you always make the best play. Does the best play always win? And we said before, aces are the best hand you have in poker. When you get pocket aces, they don't always win. I don't play poker, but, but so win, I'll agree with you're, you. You're going to win more than you're going to lose. Yeah. You know, it's like... I always, you always, we have those guys in your leagues or something like that, or, you know, some randoms, and you're like, man, I, I had Antonio Gates on, on my bench, man, score three, three touchdowns. I'm so mad. I should have started him. Who's your, who's your starting tight end? Jimmy Graham. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're, you're never doing that. So you can't even be mad about that. No, it's like, yeah, the guy always has, like, you know, week one, like Alan Hearns had a big week one. You know, like, oh, I had Alan Hearns on my bench. Okay, you have undrafted, you have a seventh round pick, whatever, undrafted free agent on your bench. Oh, yeah, undrafted free agent. We talked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And you're mad because you didn't start him? Come on, get together over there. Yeah. Um, Let's go up with, uh, you know, we're going almost here. We got, a, you know, about another 15 minutes or so. All right. Uh, a couple of th- couple other things I want to touch on Atlanta's defense, atrocious. Terrible. And we were right on that. And, Right now, anytime you have a receiver and they're playing Atlanta's defense, my recommendation is get them in there and play them. Or a running back. Or, yeah, or anybody. Yeah, I mean, week one, Brandon Cooks had seven for 77 and touchdown. Marcus Colson had five catches for 111 yards, who then got shut out by the Browns. And the Bengals yeah. totally just so, tore them up. Yeah, and so the had three game. catches, 884 yards, and a touchdown. Gio Bernard had a sports center highlight reel. Right. Um, and next week, Tampa Bay's playing them. So it should be a really good rebound game for I Vincent hope, Jackson. I, yeah, well, and I hope. Uh, Doug Martin comes back for one of my leagues. I need him. You need him. I need him. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Looks fantastic. He's Number awesome. one overall fantasy running back right now. Hey, sweet. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I traded in my one dynasty league. Heads up straight up during our rookie draft. Monty Ball for Le'Veon Bell. Wait, did you get what? Who did you get? Oh. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not hey, over it's it all, yet. We're only two weeks in. It's my third. I got Eddie Lacy and LaShawn McCoy. All right, man. And Andre Allen, too. Hey, you can't be right all the time. And it's only two weeks in, dude. It's, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not saying. I mean, I'm not mad about the trade yet. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, Le'Veon Bell looks like a completely different back, man. You he know, does. Compared to his college shape. And you know, I wrote about it today, which is Tuesday again. I wrote about it saying, you know, maybe last year coming in as a rookie, he missed the first three games because that injury, his uh, Liz Frank, I think it was, or something. And then he came back slowly last year, too. Remember, he didn't really get in a full gear until about week six. Yeah. So he was a late bloomer last year. And this year, he just looks so much more explosive. He hits the right holes. He's making good moves. He's catching the ball well. 
Le'Veon Bell, I mean, forget that. Oh, him and LeGarrette Blount are going to split carries, and he might get the goal line carries, and we're like, ooh, be cautious about this. Yeah. Whoopsie, do, because Le'Veon Bell looks phenomenal. He's going to finish in the top five amongst fantasy quarterbacks, hands down, if he stays healthy. Yeah, I wish I owned him. Yeah, he looks great. I got him in uh, our dynasty league. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's sweet. Trade Darren Sproles and uh, Jordy Nelson to get him for that pick, but Uh fair enough in dynasty. Yeah, you know, right? maybe. Darren Sproles ain't coming around next year. No. But those guys are both doing pretty darn good. Let's talk about two guys who are doing horrible. Let's talk about three guys. Oh, no. We already talked about one. But okay. I about this dude. Torrey Smith, horrible. Terrible. Victor Cruz. Just, dude, the Giants, I think they're done, man. You can't start him, right? No, you can't. You can't start Victor Cruz. No. Don't start Victor Cruz. I made that mistake for two weeks in a row now. I mean, he's dropping balls. His route running is not as quite as it used to be. Eli Manning's throwing the ball. They're taking a quarterback sometime soon. They have to. The offensive line's not great. I mean, they're just in shambles. They're going to finish with a top five draft pick, I think. This was a make or break year for Eli, and it's looking like a it's break. Broke. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, fantasy wise, this is his third straight horrible year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Victor Cruz is in the dumper. Don't sit. Larry Fitzgerald hasn't had a thousand yard season since 2011. You can't trust Almost him either. Almost had a touchdown though this past week. They called one. They called one. Uh, they originally they had a, he had a touchdown. And then they replayed it, and it got taken away, and then Dwyer pounded it in. But Are we, are we playing, playing fantasy football or are we playing horseshoes? Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> I get you, man. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know. That's yeah, so how Cookie Crumbles. Percy Harvey it, got a touchdown. That shouldn't have been a touchdown. Yeah, right. Yeah, he stepped out. Whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsie. No, I get you. I I'll hear take you. it as a Harvard owner in the league. Uh, but, yeah, so Victor Cruz, Larry Fitzgerald, Torrey Smith. I mean, these guys that you select to be your wide receiver, too, they're putting up wide receiver five numbers. None of them can be trusted. None, and now, obviously, it's kind of, you know, again, these are names. Again, don't get caught up on a name, you know? And I'm by, by no means, by no means. I, I just don't cut I, him. Am I like, uh, you know, loving Larry Fitzgerald? But to his defense, this, this past week, very close on a touchdown that got called back. So if you do have six catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown, it's all right. And you have Drew Stanton playing quarterback yeah. this week. But I'm not. I'm. I'm just. Just in all fairness, I'm just. I'm just saying. That's all. I think Larry Fitzgerald's gonna be playing for the New England Patriots in 2015. Could very well be. He ain't playing in Arizona. His stock. No. His, his price tag goes up like yeah, 18 million. Yeah, or something. His contract's yeah. crazy. And it, and I'm not saying like, well, pull Larry Fitzgerald because I, I I don't. I'm just saying like he's somebody. And I, I want to remind not a, you, you know, not for that, that situation bad. for dynasty league plays. He's old, yes, but he might be like a really good. He's gonna have a bad year again. I think, and like come like week six, week seven, he might be something you can get for like super cheap, you know, because of his age and everything. And he might he's gonna have his picking to go somewhere next year when he gets cut, because uh, they're not gonna be able to trade him for that contract. And he's gonna want to go play for a. Cha- he's not gonna go just. He's he's definitely not going to sign for money because he's got money. So he's gonna go sign with a championship caliber team. So he might be a really nice sneak play the to Browns. buy. Yeah, you know, Super Bowl <laughs> contenders, right? Uh, and he might be something you can like get for cheap, you know, like a second round pick or maybe like a nice up and comer that you're not really too big on. Maybe like Aaron Dobson, you know, something like that. Uh, which again, I like Aaron Dobson, but I'm just saying somebody like he might be a sneak buy where you can get for real cheap and he'll do and just well hope that you next year get that Randy Moss treatment. Yes, ex- right. exactly. I mean, that's a perfect comparison, dude. right? Randy Moss, who went like, yeah, had a horrible couple of years there at the end, you know, and then all of a sudden he goes to New England and he's like wide receiver one again. He's a yeah, Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that'll happen with Larry Fitz and it'll be a revival. So nice sneaky can to buy a low. And guy. it may not, but if, you know, you don't pay too much for it, yeah, I, I could see what you're saying. Definitely like come, like, obviously, well, I, mean, I might forget about this, but like during next year, like in your in your actual rookie draft, you'll get the second round comes along. Oh, but then he'll probably be signed by somewhere, though. Yeah, I was going to say, because, you know, second round, there's nobody you love. Like, hey, I'll give you the second round pick, and there's somebody that somebody likes. Like, ah, give me Larry Fitz. Right. Okay. But by then, I'll yeah, probably be signed he'll be with signing. Yeah. Like, all the hype's coming up. Like, Larry right. Fitz is coming back. Right. So, all right, let's get into our stock up, stock down, end of segment. Are you cool with that? Yeah, Looks let's like you do something it. To say. Oh no, I was gonna say Don't like. Don't yell at me. No, I was just gonna say I was reading like basically you have like a uh, stock up, stock down on your article this week, and I I liked all of them. I, I liked your article on today. Thank you very much. I did. I really liked it. it was, it's worth the read. I recommend you get on DynastyNerds.com and read it. I'd write it every week. I actually, when I got done with it, as I do most of my articles, I was like, this is a really good article. Yeah, that one was good. 
I like that. It. Wait, that one? Yeah, just that one. All the <laughs> other ones are suspect, but uh, that one's let's, good. Let's go. Let's hit up these guys. All right. Um, stock up. Jeremy Hill. Stock up. Stock up. Delaney Walker. And I Walker. think that's going to stay. Oh, yeah. Right. Con- yeah, his stock is going to continue to rise. Right. Delaney Walker. Yeah. Stock up. Stock up. Big week, man. Big week. Big week. And I think that, like, I think he had a good first week, too. So, yeah. like, yeah. So. Stock is up. Right. Stock is up. And what else do they have? I mean, like, it's the Justin t- Hunter. Yeah. And Kendall Wright. Yeah. I mean, but. I don't know. It's the Titans. Jake Locker. He stinks, you know. So maybe we'll just use a tight end. Hey, from penny stocks to dollar stocks. Right. Stock up, Alfred Blue. We hit on it. Yeah, stock up. Stock up, Brian Quick. Yeah. And you Uh, know, I had him on my stock up last week too. But I'm gonna keep putting him on there until people take notice. Right. This is somebody I mentioned before the season started. You did. Was a really good sneaky guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely towards the end of the draft, and I told everybody like, hey, he's gonna go undrafted in most leagues. He's averaging 14 points a game, people. Yeah. You know, Brian Quick. I wasn't on board after week one. I saw that, and then based off of, like, you know, having you, your voice in my head, I was like, ah, oh, you know, then I was more on board than... You started paying attention. Is what yeah. And that's right. exactly what we're here to do. Put, yeah. Focus your attention on some guys you should be paying attention to, and right now you're in a much better situation starting Brian Quick over Victor Cruz, Torrey Smith, and Larry Fitzgerald. Absolutely. And a lot of other guys, probably, yeah. too. I mean, Brian Quick but right I'm now. But I'm sure you're probably having a hard time pulling that trigger, putting them in your lineup, is, but, but you, you got to ha- do it. Yeah. Got to get the balls to yeah. get the chip, the yep. ships. Um, Brian Quick, stock is up, right? Yep, absolutely. Way up. Niall Davis. Up. Stock is up. Yeah. Till we find out how, do we know how long Jamal Charles is High ankle sprains, man. Yeah, those knobs aren't good. Yeah, for running backs, those aren't good. So nah. you probably got at least a month on them. Right. That's four wins, man. Uh, that's a quarter of the season. Absolutely. So get on that. Uh, Darren Sproles, stock yeah. peak. I mean, I, right. this is like peak stock, too. Right. I mean, his stock is peak. So if you're going to sell, again, we said sell high. I mean, when a guy's stock, you know, just like the stock market, when that stock is going to hit its peak, what do you do? You sell. Right. you got nowhere to go but down. Absolutely. Or to the championship. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Kirk Cousins. Stock up's got to be up. It's, it's got to be up. Stock up. Sammy Watkins. Doing what I knew he was going to do. Again, if you listen to our podcast, you know how much me yeah. and Mike have loved Sammy Watkins right. for about three years now. And it's just like, you know, after like the preseason, he kept getting like getting like nicked up. And then it just seemed like people were forgetting about him. And I was like, and then when he did good this week, I'm like, oh, you know what? Good for him, yeah, man. Exactly. I was and happy he, for him, too. Right. Like, it doesn't shock me, but it's like, okay, right. Wow, nice. Let's get yes. week two. Boom. Yeah, in yeah, exactly. Which is what I expected from right. him from the gate at the get go. Matt Asiata. I'm going to say, well, just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm from, just from waiver wire pickup to you could flex roll them out. Absolutely. Like AP that was a good. Suspended. Right. Absolutely. Um, I guess like moving forward, if AP plays. He's got to be rostered right now, right? It has to be rostered. I yeah, started him in flex spots in two I, leagues last I started. Week. I started him also. Yeah. I should have started him in one more league and I would have won if I did. But yeah. I started right, Alan reference of the week. Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt. That's yeah, what so, I'm But so, yeah, I mean, you went from waiver wire guy to you started them. So, it's, yeah, stock is up, right? Yes, yeah, stock is definitely up. Now, moving it forward, peaked. it might have peaked, yeah, in one week. But, but yes, he's ro- he, you should roster him. Until we know for sure about what's going on AP, he's got to be rostered. Absolutely. Uh, Larry Donald. Yeah. Stock is up. Stock I mean, is up because who was, who was he? Who was this? We do this for a living, and we. Who is this guy? Who is you know? I was like, I kept waiting for Adrian Robinson to you know emerge, and he never did. And now Larry Donald is like the leading receiver in New York. Yeah, seven catches, eighty-one yards. Yeah, and we had a good week one too. Right. So stock up, low end tight end right now, but yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it'll go, but after two weeks, he's looked pretty damn good. Man, stick with what's stick stick with what's working, and he's something that he should be rostered. At least in the league. So Larry yeah. Donald stock up. Stephen Ridley. Uh, they didn't. They they. I mean, they did, I get it. He had. A they didn't game. dress James White. Yeah. Last week, so that's 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 a sign right there. First of all, and then he got a good amount of carries. I mean, again, yeah, but if, can you count on that? You can't count on, but his stock no. is up from where he was. Like okay, I thought, because he, he had a good game, just doesn't mean your stock is up though. If I you think. if you sign a big contract, your stock goes up. All right. I'm just saying the stock is up from where it was. Okay. The, uh, I'm just saying, these, like, these hey, are, man. These, I this know. isn't my start sit column. This is my stock. No, no, and I get it. Like, like, I just, like, I don't feel any more confident, though, like, moving forward. Yeah, no, it's just like, okay, this is that rogue good game. And, like, so my I confidence, don't know. that's why I put them in there because my confidence it did go up. I'm like, okay. No, All right. 
before he wasn't on my radar. Now he's like, okay, you know, All let right. me see, let me see how he gets one more. Again, once I got real intrigued once I saw that James White wasn't dressed, and I'm like, oh man, Ridley might be in kind of for uh, yeah a sneak game here. Okay, stock up. Donald Brown, stock up. Got to be up with that injury. Pierre Thomas, stock up. Yep. Something that Other I injury. loved, you know. Yeah. This guy, I'm telling you, man, look out. If you can go somehow go out there and get Pierre Thomas, now that Mark Ingram's, Ingram's gone and he's going to be the one getting the goal line carries and being in there getting way more carries, I think Pierre Thomas is in for a huge jump, and he's going he's gonna to become really fantasy relevant here soon. So I He's think got a chance. I think his stock is way up. Right, I love, agree. I'd love to try and get on him now, you know, before before week three uh, comes in. Uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, I mean, especially for, for redraft. I mean, like, you got it. Because he would probably be more, uh, you know, probably held a little bit more value in the redraft. In man. Di- like, a dynasty startup leagues, he was going in, like, that 25th round, 20th round, right. 19th round. You Absolutely. know, it's like, nobody wanted him because they thought he was no, done. Cause, cause he's, yeah, exactly. Hall of Famer. And, uh, yeah, and everyone was on Ladarius Green and. Dude was Shows high upset side, but yeah. not all those high upside guys hit, man. Less than half of them, yeah. Kristen Michael, Ladarius Green. Where are those guys right, right. now? Yeah, behind the guys getting all the fantasy points. Is exactly. Where and last guy, Devontae Adams. Could he's he yeah. jumped Jared Boykin on the seam like yeah, a little bit. Stock a little bit. Keep your eye on that situation for yeah. redraft leagues. Devontae Adams. Right. Um, if Cobb goes down or Jordy Nelson goes down, this guy will be fantasy relevant. Right. Yeah, and if you're in a dynasty league, like you're he's on. You already know. Yeah. yeah he's but on. he's my like when I write the, when I do my Tuesday redraft uh, or my Tuesday roundup column, it's it's for redraft leagues. Yeah. That, I mean that's what I write it for. It's like for that week in redraft leagues. And let's end it down. Let's end the show down. Let's take it down a notch here, Mike. All right. Let's take it down a little All bit right. here. And let's talk, talk about, about guys whose stock is down. Down. Talk about mm. these Debbie Downers. Mm. Welcome to Hades. Guy who was on my down week last week, and just like Brian Quick is on my up every week until everybody takes notice, Trent Richardson is again on my down list, even though we had a better game. Yeah. You know what stunk for him is the fumbles killed him. Yeah. And I just loved the, I had to put him on there because he had his best game yet. And he's still down. And he's still down. Yeah. Uh, Tory Smith, we talked about down. down. Larry Fitzgerald, we talked about down. Down. Victor Cruz, down. Down. I feel like we're sing- singing a three eleven song over yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Charles. Guys invested the number one overall pick in this guy, R- and he's gotten you nothing. Now he's got a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Down. Down. You're yeah. Gonna have, you're gonna miss half. Your, the guy you took number one overall or top three, you're gonna miss for half the season. Yeah, that hurts big time. Josh Gordon. I put him in there because everybody picked him up, and I just want to put him in there so people would like, hey. Don't don't roster him. Basically, stock is down because right. the stock was up there for a minute when they announced he was going to come back and you get six yes. games. But once you find out it's twelve, it's like okay, stock is down. Absolutely to the point where he shouldn't be rostered. Absolutely. And again, if now if you can get like you know if he's available now, somebody does make the right move and cut him. He's there, and I was he's still on the roster for like week because obviously nobody in the playoffs. Now I would pick him up if I was like out of it, just so somebody in the playoffs couldn't pick him up. Yeah, just be a jerk. Be, yeah, be yeah. a jerky. Pick him up. Uh Yes, yeah, but yeah, I would I would just wait on him until you know you maybe see that you have a clear yeah. path to the playoffs. And here's another thing: if like if you made the playoffs, playoffs, you made it without Josh Gordon. You don't know what Josh, so he comes back like week thirteen, like the first game. Yeah, of the playoffs. Were you gonna play him? Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know if he's right. Yeah, you're gonna play him over the guys that got no. in the playoffs. No, no. Uh, so that's how I feel about Josh Gordon. I got you. You know he's selling cars. MJD. Stock is down. Yeah, it's never Ooh. been up. I know, but it's down where it was. <laughs> RG3. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these are injuries. Yeah, they're down. Yeah, well, but, and even and before not, that plus, dynasty yeah. value, stock, RG3 went from, Ugh. again, a $5 stock to about $0.13 cent stock, right. in my opinion. Tell that's me how about much it. that's down there. Tell me about it. I'm telling you about it right now. Yeah, I know. Steven Jackson's, you know, it's just yeah, people People draft him in the redraft leagues for be like the running back two and whatnot, and he's Dumb. Unless he's six points a game kind of guy, right? You know, desperation. You might as well be starting Trent Richardson. You know what I mean? Oh, I would rather start Trent Richardson. And I said no. I'm not. No. Gonna, I'm not saying it. No, right. I not. would. Give me Sestrex. And last guy I have on here whose stock is down again. Some of the, you know some people actually draft this guy either wide receiver three or backup. Riley Cooper. Talk about a flash in the pan last year. It was yeah. I saw that from a mile away, man. Right. I, you know, there wasn't the best trade I saw in our league was which is like the most fair trade ever was. Riley Cooper for Eli Manning. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what a fair trade. Yeah. Uh, 
There yeah, go. not into. I'm not into Riley Cooper. It's like you're sitting on, you know, it's like you were just going to the bathroom. You guys switch toilet seats. And right. You're still sitting on top of poo either way. Right. <laughs> Somebody else's poo. I just have a heart. Yeah, I just I don't like the guy. No, big guy. Just yeah, I'm not all in it. Like he he's not even gonna be in Philly's long because he's like they paid him you know some money a little bit. He ain't gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna realize, hey, dude, we could do better. And does that guy have a friend on the team? How could you have a friend on the team? He ain't got no friends. No. Definitely ain't got no black friends. That's no, for sure. No, I just like, I don't, I, I shouldn't take certain things into account, but I just don't like that guy. I don't like him either. Personal reason, you know. It's like, I don't like he's Michael Vick. Yeah, he's, I don't like racists. I don't like dog I don't killers. like racists. I don't like child abusers. I don't, and like, I don't like wife beaters. I hate hillbillies. Yeah. Not like country folk, but like, you know, hillbillies. And thugs. I don't like them either. Yeah. yeah. Notice I don't like blue cheese. What? I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love everything you guys. Every week I'm just trying to let you get to know me. Right. That's what, that's why that's what I, when we were talking about phones. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's getting to know us a little yeah, bit get, better. Yeah, you know, get to know the host a little bit more. But yeah, right. So we that's like our, iPhones. That's our we love iPhones. Yeah. As I have a yeah, I don't know, get all my Apple products. But you know, that's our fancy week in review. Hope you enjoyed it. We always enjoy doing it for you. If you can get on iTunes and give us a rating, we appreciate that. Get us out there more. We are in the first Thanks to you guys and all you guys listening, the thousands of you guys that are listening and actually do take the time to get out there. I might try and do some kind of concert contest to everybody. It's going to be hard to kind of pick out who it was, but actually get down there and actually give us a review and a star rate and somehow get somebody like a t-shirt. But, you know, it just, it helps us. Like right now when you Google fantasy football and that podcast and iTunes, like we're on the first page, which is thanks to you guys. So anybody that get out there and just take like a minute just to get in there, give us a star rating and just, you know, an honest review on there really helps us out. Um, it's the best thing you kind of do for us and thank us for listening or doing a podcast. It really helps us out. Um, make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com and check out our awesome articles like today, my or on Tuesday, my Tuesday Roundup Review, Mike's College Football uh, Articles, which is always keeping you one step ahead of the game, and my start, my not-so-obvious start sit columns that I do every Thursday as well, where I dig a little bit deeper and not tell you to start guys like Calvin Johnson. Start Calvin Johnson, by the way. And... <laughs> that's it guys i mean you can always hit me up on twitter which uh and i can answer any questions that you could possibly have at dynasty rich at dynasty nerd mike and make sure you're following the website at dynasty nerds of course and until tomorrow when we do our start sits where we're going to change up a little bit next tomorrow we're actually going to go through every game real quick and give you a start sit and sleeper so until then guys thanks for listening we will talk to you tomorrow have a good one bye Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.